Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Season 4の準備をしなさい。Preparati per la stagione 4. Preparate para la temporada 4. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Taj and Chelsea. Season 4, episode 4. Shea butter and popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. My name is Chelsea, aka Chelsea, singer, actor, blogger, podcaster, and all around movie lover. My name is Tajiana, aka Taj. Actor, director, teaching artist, lover of black stories, black narratives, black everything. Welcome or welcome back. I hope you brought your adult coloring books with you. Oh, yes. Get your crayons and your markers. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Oh my gosh. I was so not even, because okay, I can't draw, but I've always that person that like wanted to paint or like have an easel. Yes. You know, and like. Yes. <laughs> One of the gifts I got was an adult coloring book, and I used to like talk about adult coloring books, and now here I am. Because now I'm just like, okay, fine, it is peaceful. Because sometimes you're just like, okay, does that really give you like tranquility and peace? It's very much Zen vibes. Like, zen. I need to purchase one. I've colored in somebody else's, and I'm just like, I, I love this. So, definitely, uh, yeah, wanted to kind of that again. You don't know until you try, because I was the same way with like. Meditation, even though I do yoga, and then like I started meditating last year, and I used to be like, Oh, this isn't, I don't get it, I'm not doing it right, I don't know if I'm, it's not helping me feel, helping me feel centered. Cut to now, I'm just like wanting a giant gong to hit on my way out, and I want my Tibetan singing bowls. Like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want all of the Tibetan singing bowls, I want my singing bowl, relaxing. Just sit cross legged and, you know, center myself with herbal tea. Like, I've, you know, but it's so funny because before I'm just like, oh my God, that doesn't work. Now I'm just like, no, I'm being a-, a hippie is the best thing ever. <laughs> now it's weird. um Okay, so color outside the lines. Okay, this week, family, we're going to be discussing elevated animated movies. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. So, one film in particular we're going to dive into. It will be a detailed discussion on Disney Plus's Soul. So, you know, that movie that rocked me and it came out. <sighs> necessary watch, necessary, necessary watch of this year.、Mm-hmm. Great way to start the year for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. What's your purpose? You know, what, what, what is your purpose and what is like, dang, just read me, <laughs> right? What's、Come、your on? What sparks joy in your life? Hello, wait, what? Marie Kondo? <laughs> Marie Kondo? We love Marie Kondo. I love her so much. Oh my gosh, this year I already was like practicing my folding and like getting rid of things that don't spark joy. I had a whole bag full. I was like, you know what? This doesn't spark joy. Let me give it to somebody that it will. I'm just Can I just、like, throw away like the student loan statements? Is that, is that possible? That doesn't、just、spark like, joy. That's. No, that doesn't spark joy. That sparks high. Can I just control all, delete them? It doesn't spark joy. Just throw it away. It won't, it won't backfire at all. It doesn't matter.、Uh, I, I, I digress. I know. 
we need we we need to spark joy. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that later. First, let's get into our movies. Um, first up, I'm gonna be talking about Spirited Away, which came out in 2002, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. I apologize in advance right now if I butcher any of these names. Um, this is on HBO and HBO Max. Japanese anime classic. I really like this movie. I loved it. Um, and it's a staple, I feel, in animated movies to me, you know, that are elevated. Um, and this feature by noted Japanese director Hayao Miyazaki, 10-year-old Chihiro, played by Rumi Hiragi and her parents, Takashi Naitu and Yasuku Sawaguchi, play the parents, stumble upon a seemingly abandoned amusement park. So after her mother and father are turned into giant pigs. <laughs> I hate them. I, I was like, what? I'm traumatized by oh pigs. So this is not even funny. <laughs> this is. <laughs> she over here. Chelsea over here making pig faces, y'all. <laughs> Anywho. I kind of like always wanted a baby pig. To like paint its nails. Oh no! It. Yes, please. I love one. They're disgusting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Her Bye. pigs wouldn't stop eating, and I remember they kept eating, and they turned into pigs. It scared the crap out of me. It was creepy. It was weird. It's scary. Um. Anyway, Chihiro meets the mysterious Haku, played by Miyu Erino, who explains that the park is a resort for supernatural beings who need a break from their time spent in the earthly realm and that she must work there to free herself and her parents so this movie is extremely emotional i'll just say that right now it is because you know she's on her own you know and she's 10 and she's young and impressionable and lost in the big wide world and it kind of mirrors like when you're going off on your own at first when you're young when you turn 18 stuff like that and like just being out there and even if you stayed close to home or or you didn't stay close to home at all I feel like there's always that point in your life where you're um feeling like okay so it's just me right now or I'm the one who has to have me or I got me I got my own back and that type of thing and like dealing with that I feel and this girl's so young dealing with this so you know it's emotional um and all my picks this week are in their own way I feel like it's an auspicious take to marvel at the animation how everything comes together and um this girl's journey and her dealing with loss and melancholia and it goes into overdrive so that is that one so yes that is spirited away which holds a 97 percent on rotten tomatoes next up this film also holds a 97 percent on rotten tomatoes it's Cubo and the Two Strings, which came out in 2016, directed by Travis Knight, which is available to stream on Hulu. It is from Laika Studios, who did the 2009 film Coraline, one of my all-time favorite animated movies. So you have young Cubo, who's played, voiced by Art Parkinson, um, who has a peaceful existence, which comes crashing down, <laughs> just like the previous film, when he accidentally summons a vengeful spirit from the past. So now he's on the run, and Cubo joins forces with Monkey, voiced by Charlie Theron, and Beetle, voiced by Matthew McConaughey, to unlock a secret legacy. So, armed with a magical instrument, Cubo must battle the Moon King, voiced by Ralph Fiennes, a.k.a. Voldemort, 
um, and other gods and monsters to save his family and solve the mystery of his fallen father, the greatest samurai warrior the world has ever known. This movie has a tremendous feeling of melancholia, deals with the passing of the torch, surveying, you know, the land on your own and, you know, your parents being with you in spirit, so to speak. Not going to give away the twist, but this is an excellent movie. I did cry when I first saw it for the first time because, you know, I wasn't expecting it to hit me like it did. You know, I know people are trying to retire the saying hit different, but this movie did hit different. So there you go. Um, <laughs> hit different, hit different. <laughs> literally him just repeating the same phrase. Sizzle, come back. Um <laughs> I love control. My favorite song off there is probably Broken Clocks. I love all of them, but Broken Clocks and then Love Galore. Yeah. It's so good. Ooh. Broken Clocks. Broken also, clock. I love me. I love me a little bit of garden. Garden, <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> Supermodel, see. Who are you doing? Um, I yeah, it's it's excellent, and just the video, the visual for garden is gorgeous. Love it, so good. Shout out to SZA. Um, last but not least, Big Hero Six, 2014, directed by Don Hall and Chris Williams, which is on Disney Plus. So you have robotics prodigy hero voiced by Ryan Potter lives in the city of San Francisco, San Francisco. Um, <laughs> next to his older brother, Tadashi hero's closest companion is Baymax voiced by Scott Addis. I hope I'm saying that right. A robot whose sole purpose is to take care of people. So when a devastating turns up, when a devastating turn of events throws hero into the middle of a dangerous plot he transforms Baymax and his other friends, Gogo Tamago, voiced by Jamie Chung, Wasabi, voiced by Damon Wayans Jr., Honey Lemon, voiced by Genesis Rodriguez, and Fred, voiced by TJ Miller, into a band of high-tech heroes. So the devastating turn of events is, um, you know, his brother died. Yeah. So dealing with the continued theme of loss, you know, his brother was not just his brother, but also his mentor who passed and his hero. Um, he finds that there's a hero inside of him all along. And it takes the top of the third act for him to realize it and be satisfied with his care. Aww. Yeah. Super sad, but at the same time, super sweet movies. Those are my animated movies for this week. Taj, you let me know what yours are. We love animated films. Um, we'll save the most recent glorious one for last but i will go into one of my faves shark tale (laughs) um this film uh my mom was like watching on repeat recently to like fall asleep because she turns on tv and then falls asleep um so it was the first one that came to mind but shark tale came out in 2004 um this is just such a classic um and for those who are not familiar um it stars will smith as the lead Oscar, um, who is a pint-sized fish with grand aspirations. And so um, when he gets connected with a great white shark, Frankie, um, and that, and then Frankie is accidentally killed, um, Oscar basically, um, they say, concocts a story with Frankie's peace-loving brother, Lenny, um, that it was he who murdered the shark. So then he suddenly hailed the shark slayer 
um, by his uh, aquatic brethren. And Oscar has bigger fish to fry when Frankie's father, the mob boss, Don Lino, (laughs) played by Robert De Niro, dispatches his henchmen to track down his son's killer. So there's lots of uh, turn of events that happen, lots of different meetings. Um, It's a very, very interesting film. Um, The graphics um, and the animation is just so prominent and distinct and fun and colorful um, it's a very attractive film. It, um, it uh, let's see, where does it, oh, it has an audience rating of 4.2. It has a 36 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what is wrong with people on Rotten Tomatoes. They're just rotten and bitter and disgusting. 48% on Metacritic and 6 out of 10 on IMDb. But those Google users, 80% of them like this movie. Not surprising. Um, Who are Google users? I just want to know. Google users is me. (laughs) No, I I don't know who 80% um, of these people. I mean, I get it. I feel like maybe uh, people's concern um, is just the, I don't know, maybe because it's such a unique story, but also, you know, because sometimes when there's no precedent, Sometimes people could be like, this is very interesting. But there's a few people who rated it a one, so. Uh, what um, year did it come out? Sorry? What year did that come out? It came out in 2004. Mm, you know what? Maybe it was overshadowed because Finding Nemo, I think, was 03. And that was the fish movie. So they're like, we had one fish movie. Get out. <laughs> this was low-key the black version of Finding Nemo, but we can talk about it another day. Um, <laughs> but, hey, no. I think I think that it's fine. I mean, I feel like this was my staple alongside Finding Nemo for I sure. I love Finding Nemo. I live in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> and then the men. <laughs> oh my gosh. I used to watch Finding Nemo all the time. Um, I used to put it on. We just used to sit in front of the TV and watch it. Um, I think Shark Tale is just more upbeat. Um, and it's less like, oh my gosh, you know. It's, it's less, you know, sadness or less reflective. I think it's, you know, Shark Tale is a little bit more fast paced in terms of the beats and the tempo. Um, and it's more, you know, com- um, comedy based as well. So I think because of that reason, um, Shark Tale became really attractive to me personally. Um, and with the whole dynamic characters and how they animated all the different fish um, and just the names that are attached to this project. I feel like they just delivered everything really well. Um, and the scenes, especially um, the fight scenes, are very, very, very dynamic. So I really enjoyed. Um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, but I feel like this was definitely one of my childhood like staples alongside Finding Nemo and some some great others. So staple animation, go watch it. Um, the next one I will say is Home. Um, I love Home. And the reason why um, is because this film, um, my little sister, um, Jalen, she, um, when this film came out, it was 2015. So, you know, this is like her, you know, like her generation's like, oh, these are like our childhood animated films. So when this film came out, she's used to watch it all the time, like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Um, She does that with every movie. But anyways, 
I really, really appreciated it because she would put it on and wanted me to watch it with her. So it was like a source of like bonding um, because the story is so heartfelt. It just, it, it really makes me emotional. Um, so this, um, and I, and I love the lessons that are in this film, um, because so it, it centers on, um, on a hive minded alien race called the Boove. Um, and they conquer the earth. They, re- they relocate, um, the planet's human population, all except for a little girl named Tip, who is played by Rihanna, um, who's managed to hide from the aliens. So that was also cool, um, to hear, um, Rihanna, play um you know get some more you know acting in there and like voicing a character i think is this her only voiceover role i think i think it's the only voiceover role. battleship movie oh yeah it was it was cool to see her you know and or not see her but <laughs> have her in something different and you know um stuff like that so you know um when tip meets um a fugitive booth um there's mutual distrust um and that fugitive boo is called O. however O is not like his comrades he craves friendship and fun he's not evil what he's not disrespectful um and as their just distrust fades the pair set out together to find tip's mother but unbeknown to them <laughs> sorry the gore <laughs> enemies of the boob are en route and she sorry because my sister has this insider with her best friend because of how they say gorg it's hilarious this film is just very personal for me but it's just hilarious um but yeah you guys this film is really sweet i love the soundtrack um the visuals are great and it's just nice to see you know um you know Young Black Girl as a as a lead in an animated film. It's super fun. Um, and I think that it definitely was, um, you know, this was when we were graduating high school. So um, I definitely um, feel like this is one of my, like, favorites when it comes to, like, um, you know, animated films um, and stuff like that. So um, they had a $135 million budget. They did $386 million at the box office, which is super dope. Um, but 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, haters. 55% on Metacritic and 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. But 88% of Google users like this movie. So if you guys enjoy Home, let me know. We can talk about it. Um, they're supposed to be, I don't think, it said that Home 2 is supposed to be coming out this year, March 27th. Hmm. Don't know. The Booth sequel. Um, there's just an article that talks about it. Um, I don't know, um, how that's going to pan out, but, um, the film is definitely, definitely, a a favorite of mine. Um, but if you have not watched it, feel free to stream it. And um, yeah, the last one. Soul. <laughs> we love Soul. Um, Soul is super fun, um, super refreshing. Talk about representation. Like Soul is just super fun to watch. This is uh, the first Black-led film from Disney Pixar um, collab. So that's super awesome. Um, I definitely feel like this film was a, a, a good, um, fresh, a breath of fresh air for lack of better words, like how we were saying. Yeah, the I feel like Inside Out 2015 was like, what if feelings have feelings? And I was like, what if black people have feelings? Oh my gosh. I hate that. I saw that. And it was like, you know, each animated film, it's like, 
let's, how do we push the barrier? And it's like, oh, black people are human. Um, and I think it's very interesting that we're having still some first, you know, it's freaking 2021 now and it's still, you know, still breaking barriers. But um, I highly recommend everybody stream this on Disney Plus or otherwise. Um, the film centers on, you know, striving for joy and figuring out where where does your passion come from? Where do your dreams come from? Where do your interests come from? Um, so it's asking you what makes you you. And so basically Pixar animation takes us on a journey um, through the streets of New York City um, to the cosmic realms to discover the answers to life's most important questions um, through the life of Joe, um, voiced by Jamie Foxx. Um, I think it's just such a such a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, it definitely has um, some areas that that raise some questions, but I think that the film overall is very, very, um, you know, it's very fantastical. It's a, you know, fantasy drama, got some comedy in there too. So I think it's a very well, um, I think they did a very good job, uh, especially with the animation as well. Um, so yeah. What are your thoughts, Chels? I mean, I thought, they did amazing, first of all. Shout out to Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey playing off each other and Tina Fey playing, you know, 22, Soul 22 and like all these mentors she had, but nobody really connected with her except for this school teacher who, you know, school teachers his his day job, you know, his moonlighting job. He wants to be a musician. And I thought it was just so interesting and very intricate how it's like, what is your purpose? What sparks you joy? What is your, what should your focus be? And like, it, I walked away from the film, like I went to the theater. I walked away from my TV downstairs. <laughs> oh, get us out of here, please. Uh, I'm in my house, y'all. In Disney Plus. Anyway, I walked away from the living room to the kitchen thinking <laughs> about how this film made me think like how much time am I spending on things that aren't important we're here for a little yeah. time on earth and I'm like I'm worrying about what what am I focusing on you know and I get that you want to strive to get things break through barriers things like that but I feel like stuff is relative wealth is relative uh, you know everything like that is yeah. relative. what do you think wealth is relative like what what do you what's uh worthy to you what's important to you right what's important to you you know it's like you got a family that love you you got good friends like I mean that at the end of the day amounts more so than any accolade any type of you know uh zeros at the end of your 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 bank account you know and, and things like that and so that made me think of that and one scene I loved seriously I know that in this film that they um consulted philosophers and stuff and you can kind of see that with you know his his spiritual uh sign twirler uh moon wind that character that helps him counter the whole great beyond thing um that one scene where he finally gets to play you know for Dorothea Williams and uh it says here Angela Bassett voiced her um and he finally gets to play for her. And um, he's outside. He's all like, now what? She's like, well, we come back tomorrow night and do the exact same thing. And he was just like, what? You know, it's like he finally got what he always wanted, you know, but he lost what he had because he was too busy looking forward so much. And she told this story about this fish that was in the ocean. He's like, I'm looking for the ocean. You know, I always want to be in the ocean. I'm looking for the ocean. And they're like, this here is the ocean. He's like, no, this is water. And I was like, 
whoa, let me pause this movie because it's like, you're always looking for that big miracle, that big breakthrough. But I feel like for new things to come, old things have to dissipate. And like, what are the small miracles that could be disappearing right in front of you that you're not noticing because you're always on the hunt for the big thing and the big breakthrough. So I don't know that, that just really stuck with me. I, yeah, I really liked the higher level of thinking. It reminded me a lot of inside out, you know, I know they also consulted a lot of musicians for this because it's in the world of jazz, you know, Herbie Hancock, Questlove, Quincy Jones, David Diggs, people like that. So Um, beautiful, such a beautiful, a beautiful piece. And I think that um, because of all that research and the intricacies, I think it made it that much more um, beautiful. And, you know, I know I feel two ways because it's like, dang, like <laughs> black people can never be in their whole their their black body, the whole animated film. Like, come on, Princess and the Frog. But um, I think for the for the direction that they went with it, I think they played it out well of like mm-hmm. exploring that like cosmic realm and hinting at like there are things outside of you that conduct how you move and I think that like it's just it was just such a a spiritual revelation and like a something that I feel like we all needed to hear um coming into this year of 2021 um and thinking about what is important um because there's been so much loss and so much devastation you know it's like what are the what are the things that's not what you do um I, I heard it um, before and I, I tweeted it and I posted about it by saying like you know you're a human being not a human doing and you can do all these things and you can have all these tasks and goals and dreams and aspirations I'm one to know <laughs> my dreams are very very important to me um, but at the end of the day it's about taking in all of it and like taking in you know more so what is your what is your purpose what is your thing like what sparks joy and that could literally just be going outside and like staring at the sky or like literally just getting some ice cream like it doesn't have to be grandiose to be valid so thinking about how 22 was like you know I'm walking or I really like such and such and it she was just like listing these things I'm good at walking that you take for granted like the things you take for granted like that is your purpose is literally to live you know you are trying to pull down your dreams and tear you down like that character Paul in the barbershop or people trying Paul played by David (laughs) right right exactly and and, you know you got your own Terry's in your lifetime while the count is off (laughs) oh not Terry that was so irritating please don't be a Terry taking your job so seriously when literally they're just there like you're just there to help and that's okay, but like talking about the count is off. He went through thousands of folders. That was so I mean, I digress, but this man, you guys really have to watch the film because it's hilarious. Um, but the all of those like specific things, you know, specific character arcs, they even um you guys know that you know Pixar is out here in the Bay. Um, it's in Emeryville, and they even got some inspiration um because Joe's mom is a is a um tailor, essentially. And they got some inspiration from um, a tailoring um, shop that's on Adeline Street in Berkeley. Um, and so basically they kind of served as an inspiration um, for um, jo- Joe's mom um, and her character type being a tailor and things of that sort, because his mom is kind of the one who's like, you know, that music thing is not stable. You know, it's like 
taking a, a stable job is more important to her for him so that he can succeed. And you'll, you'll see the backstory as to why um, when you watch those scenes of when, when he's in her shop and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it was really nice to see the interview that they did with the Berkeley tailoring shop that served as an inspiration for parts of it. And um, so, yeah, definitely they went out and, and surveyed and like looked at places and like did extensive research. And I think that it paid off well um in in a lot of capacities so i think overall it was a it was a good job and it was it was something nice to chew on so um definitely if you have not watched soul please go watch it um so far <laughs> doing way better on rotten tomatoes than any other thing i've ever reviewed on the podcast ever um 96 on rotten tomatoes 8.1 out of 10 on imdb 83 on metacritic 93 of google users like this so it definitely um paid off well and they had a um, $150 million plus budget. Um, but I think um, Pete Doctor and the rest of the team um, did amazing. And um, I'm really, really excited to see how it continues to flesh out because that's only after a few months of it being out. And yeah, because it came out, out Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah. like a month. Yeah, yes. that's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So definitely, you know, probably going to watch it a few more times. I think it's something you should revisit. Now, this is going to be a, a therapy movie, low-key. Like, watch this movie every six months and, like, question your life. Um, and make sure you're staying, you know, on track of being uh, a human being and not a human doing. So um, definitely, definitely love, love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's great. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it this week. Um, tune in next week for our special called Time May Change Me or whatever David Bowie was saying. <laughs> <laughs> like the song Changes David Bowie. No? Anyone? No. Anyone? Okay. That's I like that song. Um, <laughs> we'll be talking about the biggest and best character arcs. Ooh. McDonald's arches. <laughs> McDonald's arches. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good character arc? I mean, come on. You could have someone that you couldn't stand by the end of the movie. Or end of the show. Feel free to follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ShaveButterPop or on Instagram at ShaveButterPopCorn or follow us individually. You can follow me at ChelseaDMusic on Twitter or Instagram. You can follow me at Be blessed. Be blessed. See y'all next week.